0: Good morning and welcome to Faith FM. You are listening right across Australia in 87.6, 87.8, or 88, of course, this morning. We do not have the Lila Moncho. show. We do not have. The Lyle and Lawson Show, we don't have the modern Lawson Show, but we have the Lawson and Darren Show. Darren, how are you? Good morning. It's great to be back in the studio. It's a bit of more rain overnight around mm. Newcastle, so um, always good for my garden, a bit of rain there overnight. So, you! Yes, yeah. So good. Of course. We are, Um, oh, well... I'm wrapping up my time here at, at Faith you're FM before I go to Ethiopia. So yeah, going to Ethiopia. Um, I'm going to be over you're there gonna, with you're and find Lala Mon. Lalamond. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. not just where's
1: Lyle, where's Mon, it's where's Lawson, where's, Lawson? where's Lyle, where's and of course, Mon. It's be... <laughs> I'm abandoned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, mate. Of course, we'll have uh, Blake Penland in the studio with you yeah, tomorrow, forward, He's helping a cool you guy. out. But yeah, I will be over in Ethiopia. And We're going to be hosting Eith- uh, radio from Ethiopia. It's going to be. So so I'm tuning in. So so good. Of course, this is the intro for the delayed broadcast. So we already know what's what happened, to, happened. What happened on today? Show. What happened we today? we had an amazing had an amazing show. We had an awesome interview. Um, Lyle interviewed uh, Neil, Neil Thompson. Neil Thompson about which love. Great. We talked about. Uh, Cardinal Pell, yes. We yes. talked about hashtag trash tag
1: challenge. The new challenge you're going to look for Lawson team do one in, on the way to Ethiopia oh, or, yep, or over there yep, somewhere. Yep. Maybe on the plane, I don't know, mm. but somewhere I want to see one on, on yep. the FM
0: page. Yeah, hundred well, percent. Yeah, we've just been we've just been killing it, like living our best lives. So of course, we've been doing our Bible study Deep in Revelation, Revelation, We're in Revelation yep. 13 and 10. Oh, and we'll the record. quiz that's awesome today. And the Quiz. Oh, because so on. Actually, do you want to do them. the quiz? You got to get to us live to do the quiz exactly and there's a way which you can do that if you want to listen to the show live instead of listening to conventional radio you know in fact Lyle would go so far as to say that he very much dislikes conventional radio because we live in the 21st century we live in the 2010s where digital radio is a thing and how you can get onto our digital radio is you can go to faithfm.com.au go to the top right hand corner click play bam wherever you have a cellular signal you have Radio all across Australia. Um, But yeah, just... We're going to be deep into Revelation today again as well, looking and trying to identify that Antichrist, chasing the Antichrist. Antichrist, we're going to be looking at the mark of the beast and the mark of God. We're just... It's going to be so good. I am so keen. Um, And of course... Great music, awesome music, news,
1: weather, current affairs, weather,
0: everything. We are just absolutely stoked. We are absolutely pumped that you are listening to us. So stay tuned for more.
2: And
3: I stop trying to fill all the spaces. I remember I hear a still small voice from the one I know. All it-
0: Faith FM. We have come to the time of the day where we get into some of our new stories. But before we do, um, we have a clue for the quiz. Yes, I love Who Am I? So another one today. Who Am I? Okay, Who Am I? All right.
1: Yesterday you got on the first one. I got it. So here's a challenge. Can you do it? All right. Here it is. Who Am I? Phone in if you think you know. Um, Beat Lawson to the answer. Mm -hmm. I went to Caesarea with some elders and a lawyer... To bring charges against Paul before the governor.
0: Oh, I know who this is. I, I know who this is. I know, write it down, write I know it down. the <laughs> other characters' names. I went to says... Oh.
1: He's writing one down.
0: Incorrect <laughs> We've got Lawson today. No. Yeah. Who could it be? I know where this story is. I know who's involved. I Okay, where did he go? So he went to Caesarea. I'll give you the clue again? Yeah, yeah, give us the clue again. I went I, to Caesarea uh-huh. with some elders and a lawyer. Oh
1: yeah, okay. To bring charge against Paul before the governor.
0: I wrote down the, am, I, I wrote down uh-huh. the lawyer's name.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, stitch up. Well, no, the second clue's got to come before
0: you can say Okay, yep. So, that means I, I can't have you another guess. You can beat guess. Lawson. Okay. Bonus. one eight hundred three two four eight four three. 324 843 If you know the answer to this quiz, you will get double prizes. Yep. So, give us a call. But let's get into some, some, some positive news. Okay. You know What's like, Lawson? You know, like, the whole, like, internet challenges? Oh, like, yeah, I love viral. them. Okay. I hate them. I hate. Remember the ice challenge, Wildman. Yeah, the ice challenge, challenge. the cinnamon challenge, like all these challenges, man. I hate them. You know why? Because they're not actual challenges. They're not difficult. Put a fucking device over your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But okay, (laughs) let me let me ask you this. What do you have to do throwing a bucket of ice over your head, other than just stand there? Just film it and look like you're shocked. And <laughs> exactly, what do you have to do when you when you when you fill your mouth full of cinnamon and all of these challenges? People are like, oh, look at my challenge, look at my challenge, and I'm like, that's so lame because one, I think the ice bucket challenge because it had like you know the whole thing about donating to different causes and whatnot, like and, ALS. and surprise is meant to be surprise. Yeah. yeah, that was that was that one was like okay, planking but, was a bit dangerous. Yeah, but <laughs> planking and and, and and all these things. I I just look at them and I just think, like, it's so dumb to say, Oh, look at this challenge that I did. Because I'm like, that's the easiest thing ever. Like... Ugh. Look out! You're going to give us a difficult challenge. But so. this is no, this is a beneficial challenge uh, in, in our in our intro. I was talking about how we have some climate change initiatives. This new viral internet challenge is spurring people on to pick up tons of rubbish and trash um, in their local area.
1: Oh yeah, I think I saw one
0: the other day. Picture yeah. of a guy with all
1: these bags of rubbish around him. Yeah. yeah.
0: So this challenge is called the it's the hashtag Trash Tag on like Instagram and, yep. and, um, and 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 Twitter and basically people are just like sharing these photos of them going to beaches going to fields going anywhere and just Picking up, so trash. you do a before photo, show all the trash. Yeah, tr- show all the trash, and then they do like an after photo. And it's, of course, it's. This is uh, 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 one of the, my favorite things to talk about when I talk about good news. Is you know, I, t- I love to talk about um, innovations in technology. Yep. Innov- oh, sorry, renewable energy innovations in 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 um, technology yep. towards um, environmental health, safety. environmental, yeah. yeah, but. Climate change, you know, new climate change initiatives. Like, I just love it. I love people who are getting involved with climate change. I'm making myself like, sound like a bit of a greenie, but um, but no, 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 I, I, when, I love it. Like, when
1: you think about the plastic island that's happening out there in the Pacific, mm, you've got to say, hey, if we can stop plastic getting
0: into that ocean, then it's, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Well, we actually talked about recently, like, um, you know, some of the new innovations that people are making to clean up the trash island and just trash in general. Um, there's one coming out of Australia called the Sea Bin like this little bin that floats around and and, catches it catches trash we had another one i forget what it's called but it's basically it it looks like this floating ring that that has the ability to 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 it can like some amazing technology around it it. it surrounds the trash but somehow it like the the fish float under it Yep. But it floats around the trash, and so it's really cool. Um, yeah, but I love talking about that stuff. I, lo- I love talking about electric cars and all that sort of stuff. And to see now, you know, it's not just amazing technological advancements, but people just getting involved. Yep. You know, a bunch of people just getting together, going to a beach and cleaning it up. Um, okay, so so Lawson Challenges. I know you're off to Ethiopia, but... Yes. Maybe before you go At the airport On the way somewhere I want to see you do one of these Yeah I'll do a trash I'll there'll be like a rapper On the floor In In in, in, in like In uh, Sydney or Singapore Or Ethiopia airport Yeah I want to see a photo Of you doing one of these Yeah I'll get down And and I'll do a tra- I'll do a before Where there's like a Macca's rapper on the floor And then I'll do an after Of me like standing there Like wow Hashtag Trash tag You know Doing hey, my part Every rapper <laughs> Makes a difference It does make a difference And I I um, um yeah I just Spur everyone on I, I, I Encourage everyone To recycle Of course We in Australia Have the new um, The new Clean up initiative I don't know If you've seen Those around These like Big containers Where people can go And drop off Trash And they get money For it Have you seen that What They get money Drop off your trash Yeah yeah So there's basically Like these containers That that are around Everywhere I think Great skip bin yeah, yeah 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 Skip bin Container things But it's got like This sort of Electronic Nearly cracked Oh card you mean when you put your Bottles in Yeah yeah, 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 bottles, yeah. I, I'll do that. I'll do that. Bottles and trash and you, you chuck everything in and you get money back. There are people, um, Lyle actually talked about people who are doing that full time. Yeah, I've
1: I got um, nephews and nieces that, that make their pocket money by collecting the bottles and cans and,
0: and, 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 and making the pocket money. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. so, yeah, just, man i'm 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 all about trash tag I'm all about doing this i i've actually you know on this um on this article that i've seen there are like all these people you know all these examples of these uh trash tags, and one of them was like this really dirty beach and then afterwards it's a clean beach and it was my favorite because in the caption it's like you know we all have a responsibility to to pick up trash and then it's like in in parentheses it's like as you can see from my 20 minutes of work so this is something that you can do easily you know it's i think i think i know what started it Okay. Um, oh, we've got some This is my here.
1: guess. I think it was over in the, it's either in, in Melbourne or over in the UK somewhere where someone went down the street and tipped all these bins over. And um, these young teen, I think it was Melbourne actually, and these young teen guys um, got caught on C's TV camera actually picking up the bins and putting everything back in the bins down the whole street. Mm. Um, and that could have been what started this idea. Yeah, really. Um, Let's make a difference. This is something you can do. That's yep. making a difference to our climate. One bottle, or one can, or one one bit of rubbish at a time.
0: So let's do it. All right. So just uh, we have a couple more minutes left. I have something else to talk about. I love technological innovations as yep. well. Um, and of course, last year the first ever three D printed home was wow was built. And it was it was just amazing. It was built in just twenty four hours. Um, this came from a non profit company called News Story um, out of you know based in based in uh, you know Silicon Valley. Yep. These guys are you know tech geniuses um, doing brickies out of a job. Or? Oh, kind of looks like it, <laughs> eh? Like oh, I'm not gonna lie, it kind of looks like they're doing. a brickies out of a job. So this, is, this is a
1: robot building a house. Basically, this
0: is, yeah, this is a fully fledged house. It's not printing it out. Not, not something it. huge, but three D printing a house. I don't actually, you know, I, I, I can't wrap my head around. Like, man, the amount of. You know, because I, I remember having we had a 3D printer at my school, and the amount of material and everything that went into it to get stuff done it took ages. But this is this is printing this stuff out like in just 24 hours. You know, this is this is amazing. That's- and so they've just um, you know started an initiative to print 50 more homes for poor families awesome. um, in rural Latin America. Of course, I, I, I love the fact that this innovation isn't coming out of you know some big tech conglomerate that's going to rip people off this is yeah. coming out of and of course you know we'll, it'll get to a point where it is commercialized but you know this is a new you know prototype innovation and the first thing that they've done is gone oh let's go down to latin america and give people free houses yeah. or imagine and, if there's an earthquake or a disaster and and
1: housing they need housing they can bring a few of these in and yeah. build, build a build a town overnight almost yeah i <laughs> I, I,
0: I assume that um i assume that that you know it takes one of these machines to build these houses and so you know if we just keep making more machines and making more houses like I'm I'm all for it let's 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 3D print houses let's Let's, uh, yeah. Imagine countries where um, I know
1: that my brother-in-law is going over, I think it's to Thailand, to build a house for a poor family to apparently give them status to have a house and actually become ownership in the land to have a house. Imagine we could do this in some
0: of those places where there's no housing and build houses for people that need a house. Fully. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to Ethiopia this oh, afternoon yeah. to preach, but it'd be good to rock up there and 3D print them a house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, this is Anna Svensson with The Other Side. You're listening to Faith FM. inside Before we get into more news, give us another clue for the quiz, Darren. Ah, the quiz, yeah. You didn't get the first one this yeah, time. Yeah, I'm actually... I'm struggling, man, because... Like, I'm struggling with myself, because I preached a sermon. I know the chapter. You I preach know, this. I, I know, like, the the name of the the the, the Roman governor. Like, I know the yep. names of everyone, but I just don't know who we're talking about. So, give us another clue, and I might know it. Okay.
1: Here's clue number two. So I've done one. Number two. Okay. Paul called me... A whitewashed wall. Paul called me a whitewashed wall. He's thinking, he's thinking, he's writing it down. If you know, give us a call. Uh, so is, this, oh, is this part of the I answer? need a name, I okay. need a name. He's written down something, I need a name. No, no, he what? has not He's got it on wrong, number two. How do I, not I mean, know? Was, yeah, clean number is. two, he hasn't got it. So <laughs> give us a call. If you think you know, beat Lawson to the prize and get a double prize.
0: I'm I'm shook right now. No opening your Bible I'm there, Lawson. Shook. I'm <laughs> like I know who this is, man. Yeah you know we'll you kick yourself when it we get it. Is. Um But yeah, hey, if you can beat me to it, 1-800-324-843 and you will get a prize. Oh, man, I'm so mad, but I'm not mad because I'm happy because I'm having a good someone day. someone gets a
1: chance to get the
0: double prize. Yeah, if I want double prizes today. I want to see double prizes go out. Ooh, there's a mosquito oh. in the studio. Let's smash it. Oh, oh, oh like, yes. We yes. hey. killed the yeah, mosquito. Thanks, All right. You're very kind. Now, hey, news stories. Um, by the way, another Brexit vote overnight, Lawson. Oh, yes, they had another Brexit vote. And this one came back 312 to 308. That is close. So that is very close. This is... I've, obviously the um the the vote was on the deal of how they should leave the eu and it's just like. Man, they're getting closer and closer to D Day, like, and it's still not going through. And it's like, man, it's just it's getting more and more difficult. Of course, it's way closer than the, than the vote that they had um, yesterday. Yeah. The the vote that they had yesterday was there was like 108 votes, 124 votes in between it. Now it's now yeah, now it's like 308 to 312. So maybe we'll see um, see them leaving the EU eventually, but. It was supposed to if they go cold turkey, they're just going to do it, yeah. and
1: um, oh, and and yeah, they're saying it's throwing the divorce into chaos. The Brexit divorces, yeah, it's yeah.
0: throwing into chaos. What's going to happen? Everyone's battling for custody, man. It's a rough, rough
1: gig. We're counting down. I think sixteen days ago, now yeah. till they're going. They're, mean, they're talking about going for an extension as well. Maybe they can ask for an extra extra month or two. Man, um, the people will be just outraged. Oh yeah, the people want to get out. So. Let's just set this sorted and get on with it. Come on, yeah. but yeah, I've a news story breaking overnight. Oh yeah, yeah. Australia, uh-huh. Australia uh-huh. won the cricket series against India. Did you see that? Yeah, we came back from three nil down in the series to win the series. You're just so keen. Uh, I, okay, Darren. No, no, no. I've, I've been following this, and um, we haven't won a cricket series for. Ages for ages, and to see now with all the controversy of Australia with all those ball tampering yeah, things yeah. going on, wherever else, to see us now winning and and back on the winning trail. Bring on the World Series! We're ready to go. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah. I think um, for me, cricket's one of those sports that I know nothing about and I don't follow at all, and so I just oh, come go. on, Lawson. I just go for Australia. Because Australia, don't say
1: you're gone. This is come back from the dead. Yeah. This is all that 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 <laughs> tied up with wire. Get us show on the road thing. Aussie, Aussie, Ozzy, go, go, go. Um, okay. But yeah, no, it's awesome to see Australia doing well. But um, another more sobering news um overnight, um yesterday up
0: actually was the live um, airing of the um, George Pearl sentencing. Oh, yes. I actually left the studio and went home and and turned on ABC and watched it as it was happening. It was was sobering to to watch. And um, the judge, I guess for the first time, got an
1: insight into the case a bit more because it's all been, um, of course, kept behind closed wraps to try and make it a fair hearing. Um, Yeah. So things like... um, um, they banned a book Written by an ABC journalist um, The Rise and Fall of George Pearl It was um, available But they banned it in um, Victoria They banned it in New South Wales I got a copy in Queensland Before they took it off the shelves And had a read of that And that was very sobering um, To read that And um, i can not going to say Sad, sad, sad um, but yeah, having been involved in um, training churches mm. um, in, in child protection and safety, and often as I travel around there, you do your training for four hours, and then it's after that that you have victims from years gone by come mm. forward and, and tell their story, harrowing to sit and listen yeah, and weep with them as they, as they tell their story for the first time. So so I guess um, I've been following this case pretty avidly because of um my six years of work in the area, yeah, um, but um, it, we had the sentence here last um, yesterday, and he's been sentenced to six years mm. with four years and eight months um, non parole. Wasn't it three years and eight months? Oh, three years, you're right, three you're right, yes, yeah, three years, eight months, almost four years. Yeah. Um, um, that, that's when you probably once see... Um, the day, uh, daylight out of the cell till that, unless he wins a or cooker. Acknowledge, there's still an appeal to happen for the mm-hmm. court process. Um, but this far, he's been found guilty. Um, We've got to remember that this case is not just, um, one case. Um, th- there was a hearing to see whether we should even have a court case first off, where a judge said yes, it should go to court. It went to court and, um, first one, the jury was, um, couldn't come to a decision. So the mistrial. Then there was another trial and the jury was unanimously coming back and giving the verdict. Mm. Um, so this has been ongoing for a, a, a number of, um, years now, um, there's been a suppression order in place, so we haven't heard this a lot. And, of course, the guilty verdict was given a long time ago. Mm. But because uh, other cases that he was involved in, was meant to go to court, um, got dropped, um, this case became public. Yeah. Um, What concerns me is, um, I guess in the last few weeks, it's really galvanised the public. There have been a number of um, prominent um, people come out in support of Pell. Um, yeah. Saying that the victim, basically, what, what they're saying is the victim is lying and George Pill is innocent. Um, yeah. A number of other, a um, lot of people protesting, victims all around the place who have been abused by churches who are listed uh, in this case and they've been out protesting and following as well. So it really has divided the nation in some ways. But I think um, the good thing is that I'm seeing is that this is possibly a tipping point. Mm-hmm. in that um, it's a, a major case. This is it's, um, the third in line in the Catholic Church to the Pope. Um, so it's a pretty powerful figure Yeah, that's um, been found guilty. Um, it's, it's religious abuse, and any abuse is, is absolutely yeah. gut-wrenching, yeah, horrible, roofing, yeah. um, and it affects the victims for life. Victims get a life sentence. You've got to remember that. Mm. They get a life sentence. And this sentence um, yesterday will do nothing, I think, to placate the victim. In fact, um, the victim said in a statement that... um. He can't sleep. The pill's to come. It's, it's, there's no rest for him. Mm-hmm. There's no rest for him. And, um, and I understand that. Victims suffer for life, and um, nothing um, can, can change that. But what I think it's going to do is... Um, After the appeal is out of the way, um, it will give victims, I think, um, hope in that they can come forward, Mm. that they will be believed, um, and that um, they can get their their hearing in court. So I think that that is a good thing because um, there are many victims out there, and um, I feel for those victims, and and many don't tell the story. Um, Mm. It takes a a male on average, according to the Royal Commission, um, 20-plus years, if at all. To come forward and, and tell their story, that means that they've had a whole whole um twenty years mm. or more of of living hell, mm. thinking that no one will believe them. It takes um a female um seven to fourteen years to talk about their abuse, and so and if if they do, um and only one percent generally of um of cases actually make it to court. Yeah, because often the victims are so emotionally um destroyed, psychologically destroyed. Um, they're so um. They're so, um, I guess, distressed that they don't make a good um, witness in court. Mm. So, it's hard to get these cases through court and get a conviction. So, the fact that this has got through, I, I, I say all credence to the victim. I'm proud of him that he stood up through all of this, despite the best that lawyers could throw at him. He was able to stand up and tell his story, and um, the jury obviously believed him, and um, now we have this sentencing. Um, When you think about the scriptures, um, Jesus has a bit to say that's too, and Jesus says... um, In Matthew 18, he says, The greatest in the kingdom of heaven is a child. So anyone who becomes as humble as a little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. But, he he says, this is Jesus talking, he read in my Bible, but if you cause one of these ones who trust in me to fall into sin, it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck And be drowned in the depths of the sea. So
2: so that's pretty heavy.
1: Yeah. What What you're saying is, um, Jesus is with the victims.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. This is Carly Fletcher with, yes, he is.
4: Listen to Faith FM, 87.16, or 88, right across Australia. And joining us in the studio this morning is Neil Thompson. Neil, Woo-hoo! welcome to the show. Yay. Thanks, Lyle. It's great to be here with you this morning. Now, Neil, uh, you've been on the show many times before. You've done a, uh, a whole series
5: there for a while on relationships and so forth. Yeah, love matters. That's love it. Love
4: matters. That's, we, we should
5: bring that back again sometime. Oh, totally, we should. That's that it. was just so much or, fun. Or do we think that we're beyond love these days? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, love, love is, uh, is, is very. Is, in fact, is, we just missed the opportunity. Valentine's Day the other week. Anyway, we did, we did. We we talked about Valentine's
4: Day. You just missed
5: it. Oh, good. good.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, one of the things that you should know about Neil is that Neil is a uh, uh, travels tremendously um, in his car. Like I don't know
5: how. And many, I read lots of books when I travel. Exactly. So how many kilometres a year do you do? You do? Uh, around sixty thousand k's. Sixty. Okay, that's a decent amount.
4: Yeah. And wherever Neil travels, he is reading a book. And so uh, we had Neil on a couple of times last year to do a book review, and I'm super excited to find out what book
5: are we reviewing today? What's your, what's your latest, greatest read? Well, this is not the latest or greatest, but it is one of the rippers that I've read recently, and it's, called, it's by Coltier Rapiel, and it's called The Culture Code. Okay and what he's doing is actually saying what are the what are the memes what are the stories what's the the thing behind the thing that helps unlock the meaning for people in culture and you know even that even when i say that it almost sounds like double dutch but but think of it this way Think of the earliest moments in life where an emotion gets imprinted into us around something as simple as home. What does home mean for you? What does food mean for you? What does a Jeep Wrangler mean for you? you know, And so on. So, so these are all different things and, and they've been studied and it's really fascinating that in different places around the earth, these different things mean vastly different things.
4: Okay, so have you got some uh, illustrations there as to how it varies from one country to another as far as you know what uh, what home or food or the Jeep Wrangler means?
5: Well, let's start
4: with the Jeep. Because, okay, well, you know, why not? Why not?
5: Because I know you're a cars man so, <laughs> and, and a four-wheel drive man as well. That's it. That's it. So you see you're talking my language already. That's right. So Jeep in the nineteen nineties in America was a failing brand. They were at a crossroads. They were wanting to reintroduce a whole new kind of um, Wrangler and what their idea was was they'd done their market research and decided that all the soccer mums they just wanted a, an SUV four-wheel drive and so Jeep were about to start manufacturing a um, SUV four-wheel drive that just looked like you know beige like all the rest of them mm-hmm. and then they they got um, Coltier to come in and to consult with their company and he then did some focus group work. His focus group work was like unlike anything they'd ever experienced before, and basically he helped them unlock the code for Jeep. So this is the culture code. This is the culture code. Okay, so they're marketing to a culture now. They're marketing to a culture, and and what what he and it's really quite fascinating, right? What he discovered was that in America, their earliest imprint of Jeep was all about the horse. So the Jeep, if for Americans, is like a horse. It it's, can go anywhere. It doesn't have a lot of luxury appointments. It's got hard leather saddle that you sit in. But like John Wayne, you can ride it over the ridge. You can go down steep mountains through the river up the other side. And it's the Wild West, so that was the code for Jeep and I've always said I've always
4: said that to own a Jeep Wrangler you need to have you, you also need to own a cowboy hat and a pair of six guns. Right.
5: <laughs> okay so so that's exactly the image right right there is 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 for for America what Jeep was all around. Now as a result of that, they their TV commercial they produced to go with that was a kid with his dog walking in the up in, in, a, in the remote bush somewhere. The dog fell over a cliff and was hanging on by a branch, and the kid ran down, and he, he ran through the nearest town, and he goes past all of the other vehicles, you know, the other four-wheel drives, and he finally comes to someone who's got a, a Jeep Wrangler. And they jump in the Wrangler, doors are off, the roof's off, and they ride the way up the Ridge, and they're able to rescue the dog, and as he grabs the dog, he turns to thank the guy with the wrangler, but the guy with the wrangler's already gone, and he's just driving down into the sunset. It's this classic, iconic thing, and that immediately resonated with culture, and immediately, to the shock of everyone in Chrysler, sales just took off, and uh, Coltaire knew that he was on to something really huge in terms of unlocking the culture code for America. The Jeep was all about a horse.
4: Okay, but we also have Jeeps here in Australia, they have Jeeps in Europe, there
5: are Jeeps in different parts of the world, and and, and we all have very, very different cultures. We do. So, in Europe, he went to Europe and did the same focus groups, got them together, and overthrew three hours unlocked for, for Jeep in Europe and guess what it was I have no idea for them so in, in France and in Germany the Jeep was the a. They, they
4: don't have the wild west they don't have no history of the wild west None they at don't all.
5: have that, that Hollywood you know romanticized wild west but their first imprint of the Jeep was in World War I World War II with the um, the Jeep arriving with the Liberators Right. So in Europe the the Jeep is all about liberation. Yes. Making sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so, the
4: first thing you're going to think of with the, with the Jeep in Europe. Right. Is, um, because, you know. Coming, you, off a, coming off a landing craft on the beaches of
5: Normandy. Right. Or you're... Or you're you Driving can, through the surf, you know. You can think of... Um, oh, who was that really? Um, General Patton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sitting in the the open Jeep, you know, and he's just marching through, you know, conquering, you know, getting rid of the the, um, the dark moments in Germany of their, their sad history, liberating them from their sad history, or in France, liberating their country from oppression, the, the great liberator. There it is. That, that image. Um, and the minute they started advertising with that as their meme, man, it just changed things enormously. Wow. Hugely successful. So what do you think it is here in Australia? He doesn't actually say in his book. He doesn't comment on Australia. I can
4: remember remember when uh, the Jeep Wrangler first came to Australia because Jeeps were very, very rare um, until, what was it, the TJ Wrangler came out here. And uh, I I remember seeing the big billboards with, you know, park anywhere, wherever you so-and-so want. You know, park anywhere you want kind of thing. (laughs) The rebel, right? Yeah, the rebel. Absolutely, the rebel. Um, And and a Jeep just, you know, epitomizing that... uh, um, that rebel and that um, that sense of, uh, I can do whatever I want now.
5: Right. I can go wherever I want. Yeah. It, it's, it's almost like complete freedom. Yeah. So, I mean, if you think, now, that's what I think the culture code would be, would be around freedom or something along those lines, but a, maybe a rebellious kind of freedom. And if you think of the the, um, the Jeep ads in more recent times here in Australia, it's been, you know, is there anybody out there, you know, going where no one's ever been before? The car can get out there. You know, uh, maybe it's a little iffy whether the car gets home again. Who knows?
2: <laughs> but, you know,
5: I can certainly get out there. And it's just like, wow, you know, that's that's pretty cool, right? No, I'm, yeah. I'm ripping Jeep off. I, should, I shouldn't do that. I'm um, just tongue in cheek. But it, it's really interesting. And, and what he does with that.
4: He but, but see, what I see coming through there is a um, it, it harks back to here in Australia. We come from a convict culture yeah um, and so we've got that sense of freedom along with that sense of rebellion combined together right we do we don't have that same wild west we're, we're not going to have anyone have tell the, us what to do yeah we, yeah. Don't, have, we don't have the wild west that they have in, in, in the United States or the liberation they had in in, uh, in, in Europe but uh, yeah and, and, and what I find interesting here is they're selling the unsellable right
5: you know, you, you think the Jeep, to Eskimos, right? that's, that's <laughs> the Jeep the, is the yeah. most impractical
4: vehicle on the planet. It's got no space in it. They're thirsty on fuel. It's just like, what are these for? But whenever you sit in one, and I've driven them many times, you just have this, you just have this images like, this is so cool. I am, you know, I'm, I'm the man because I'm now, sitting in a Jeep. Now, what he
5: did as well, he changed in the Wrangler. He got them to change from square headlights to round headlights. And mm-hmm. his reason for that is because horses don't have square eyes. Really? And that change convinced Chrysler in America that he knew his stuff because immediately they made that change, sales went up.
4: Isn't that amazing? Because I remember the model before, which didn't come to Australia, had square
5: headlights, and it was... It just didn't work. Right. And then it actually went even further. It started people started making T shirts which said real Jeeps have round eyes round <laughs> round lights, you know. It's just just amazing, right? Yeah. He he unlocked the code. So there's code for many things in life. Yeah. So let, let's that's, uh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, the, we're we're talking just illustrating about. it here through Jeep. That's right. So he, he then went in and actually for for other companies actually started saying, Okay, so what is the American code for love? Okay. The culture code for love in America Uh is false expectation. Right. And the American culture code for seduction is manipulation. Wow. So okay. and, and, and contrast that. Yeah, well, how does that to, then contrast with
4: Europe? Because obviously he's French, he's
5: European. That's right. So, you know, he's a, he's a French man. And so in, in France, their idea of, um, of seduction is all about romance and, and about the journey and about the delight of being seduced. Whereas in America, it's actually I manipulate you. So I'm going to manipulate you so that and so you know they will take you by force so sex in America so this it, is
4: why America then is the heart and soul of the porn industry
5: I guess yeah
4: where you have you know it's it's not about romance
5: not at all it's, um,
4: the, it's about sex it's about force it's about um, oppression
5: yeah and it really drives things and You know, um, America is looking for Mr. and Mrs. Right. So it drives Hollywood, you know, the pursuit of Mr. and Mrs. Right. Mm -hmm. And yet... That's a false expectation, right? Of course, it is. It's like there, there never is a Mr. Mrs. There is. Right. there's it, No such thing. It's um, it's someone who can actually be a great partner for you. Yeah, but they are not necessarily the Mr. Right or Mrs. Right. The one, yeah, the, one. the one. There's right. no
4: such thing as the one. The only one that there is is Jesus Christ. That's the only one. Apart from that, there's no such thing as the one. The one is the one who you make it work with, right? Right, But Hollywood is all about the one. Oh, you found your
5: soulmate. There are a lot of soulmates out there. You make a soulmate. You don't find one. Right. And, and in actual fact, even take that one step further, you be a soulmate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So who can I be a soulmate to my mate and, and in doing so, invite her to be a soulmate back again? Now, that's a great combination, right? So, so that's one of the things we're actually looking at. But one of the primary tensions in American culture as well is one between freedom and prohibition. So on the one hand they want they want freedom but they want to prohibit that and so there's this there's this mm-hmm. constant tension in American culture between that you know you just look at the uh, the, the actual prohibitionists against anti um, anti alcohol and so on and then the right to drink and and on it goes it just weaves its way through their culture and that's part of their puritan heritage as well as their 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 wanting to to get freedom from that and it's just really interesting looking at that
4: yeah, and it comes down to the, you know, that old argument of, you know, is it freedom over, over liberty or liberty over freedom? Right. Oh, I like that. I <laughs> you, like sta- that. you start to dig into that one, yeah. and you really open a can of worms. Yeah, looking deep. And you'll find a big difference there between, um, historically between Europe and America as well. Right. Um, which is one of the reasons why you know, America has um, you know, been so vehemently anti-communist. Because, you know, you've got liberty over freedom, whereas, um, you know, you, you, you turn that around the other way and, yeah, you get, you get socialism and communism and so forth. But,
5: yeah, another, another, another discussion for another day. It, it is. It is. So, one of the, one of the things to think about is what's, what's the culture code around food? Now, this is interesting. When you look at Europe, what's Europe famous for when it comes to food? Well, it depends what part of Europe. Because well, it, think France. Uh, croissants. Croissants, yeah, well, you're thinking food type. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking high-class cafes. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Restaurants with with food and, and, and the if serving do it, size. And if you do it wrong when you're in France, they get upset. <laughs> right. <laughs> they actually now, get upset. The, the, the serving sizes are not huge no. because it's not meant to be. It's actually meant to be the flavor and the, the experience. So, for them, it's about the experience of eating and And, in actual fact in the in the story, he actually tells of his first experience of a wedding in Europe and um, as a young man growing up and and it was like it was a feast that went on for days and if you ate too much it didn't matter just go to the bathroom relieve yourself and you know vomit whatever and then come back and hope no one's you know just eating breakfast while they're listening to this and, and then you just keep feasting right whereas in America a wedding is kind of like over in a couple of hours and that's it you Americans know. have
4: the shortest weddings on the planet right um, like a fraction the length of an Australian wedding even
5: yeah wow and ours are pretty short yeah ours are pretty short so but for, for Europe and particularly for France food is all about the experience Experience, okay, of, of dining and it's 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 um it's incredible ritualized experience for America. Food is like um like so much of American culture. In fact, it's all about the speed. Oh, so for, for them, you know, they yeah, of course, they Eat just want to have um, quick meals, mm-hmm. whatever. And TV dinners, fast food, drive-through. That's it, and so that's that was driving them. Now, on top of that, one of the one of the things that 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 sort of flow out of that is the. Um, the the dining room. So for America, it's actually about food preparation. So if you think of Thanksgiving, they will come in and they will they will turn that into a bit of a feast. But it's the experience of preparing the food there, not so much the eating. The eating's still done relatively quickly. Um, so anyway, there's just, there's just some interesting insights that come when we start looking at the deeper stories behind a culture. Which really got me thinking about what are the deeper stories behind our culture here in Australia, and what are the deeper stories in our culture that Christianity really speaks beautifully into?
4: Yeah, absolutely. What, have you, what, what are
5: the what are the thoughts that you've come up to as far as you know our culture and and how we relate to Christ? Okay, well Australia is, you know, you think of some of the great things. Mateship is a is a really driven thing in Australia. You mm-hmm. can do any number of things, but if you're rat on your mates, you you you're just the lowest of the low. So mateship's really important. Um egalitarianism really important. If you're getting if you think you're you're above everyone else, well we'll chop you down. So they're really important cultural things in Australia. As is the idea of owning a trac tractor or something like that. The the expression of freedom, whether you've got it or not doesn't matter, but it's the idea of being able to go anywhere you like and do whatever you like. So that that sense of freedom. So what's that say about how we should communicate the gospel in this kind of context? What it actually translates into is the... Um, we, we, we shouldn't be coming in sort of telling people what to do or how to do it. We should be coming in saying, oh, by the way, if you want the ultimate freedom, if you want the ultimate mate, Jesus is your ultimate mate, you want the ultimate freedom um, in your workplace, in your family, wherever. Well, actually, that actually comes through an encounter with Jesus, who actually, not only does he actually bring freedom and deliverance, but he actually brings you the, the greatest life. I mean, you think of... And another um, cultural um, story for Australia is the good life is about the beach and the barbecue, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So, that's the good life. Well, how does Christianity speak into that? Now, often our experience and our expression of Christianity is Americanized. Well, American Christianity isn't really Australian Christianity. Mm-hmm. Our 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 Australian culture is different. It's actually around. So I think some of the things that we should be looking at is is more barbecues as as church communities, as more beach and and sort of park kind of experiences, and not telling people what they can't do, but telling them what instead Jesus. Um, can actually liberate their life with what he provides. What he provides, yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. So rather than telling them that, uh, say, for instance, you know, with, with the Sabbath, for instance, rather than telling them that you can't work on the Sabbath, you tell them, hey, you've just been given a public holiday once a week. I mean, we love public, public holidays in this right. country. It's called the land of the long weekend for a reason. Right. And there's, uh, there's a big difference between the two ways that you communicate that right there. And I shake my head in wonder at people who, you know, oppose Sabbath keeping. I'm thinking, seriously? Know, God wants to give you a day <laughs> off once a week and a you guilt don't want
5: a to- day off. <laughs> a guilt-free day off. And for the Aussie male, what that translates into, you know, is you don't have to mow the lawns. <laughs> right. Yes. So freedom from mowing a guilt-free day off. No, no chores around the house. So the uh-huh. so the missus doesn't uh-huh. have to get on your back about doing things that day, and you can actually go to the beach. You can have a barbecue. You can hang out with mates at church. You can do all kinds of things on that day, as well as make the world a better place. Yeah, fantastic. it's just a great. great great day that God has given us it's a gift that he's given us
4: yeah okay so a lot of things that we uh, could really dig into with this um, this
5: cultural situation and and I think I think what he does he just gives you lots of room to think
4: yeah yeah exactly exactly and uh, and we need to do that we are, we are out of time we are going to have to move on but uh, maybe sometime we can talk about um, okay so we come from a, a, uh, a convict culture heritage here in Australia which has now become a multicultural Australian Ooh, which is creating nice. an entirely new dynamic maybe we should discuss yes. that one sometime but right now we need to move on after this song we'll be back with the 8 o'clock news followed by Encounter with God
5: cool All right, you just end it.